A lot of us are between social media and a hard place. We're exploring how to curate our influences right after this. Welcome to the Black Girl Bravado podcast, your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness. I'm Brittany, the joke-cracking, detail-oriented friend who is always down the road when you need her. For the legal stuff, though, not the illegal stuff. And I'm Germany, the loyal friend who keeps you laughing. I'm a ray of sunshine, and you can always find me on the dance floor. And not only are we besties, but we're your besties. You heard me right. It's homegirl vibes here. Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny. And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey y'all, welcome back. Welcome back, my black kings and queens. How's it going? How are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. I'm this, feeling great. Are you feeling blacker and black? I'm feeling just a little bit more black this month. Yes. It's a good day to wake up and be black. It is. Happy Black History Month. Y'all know we black here every day, but this is Black History Month, so we acknowledge it. Right. Love we it. We acknowledge it, but I'm happy to be here. Mm-hmm. Feeling I'm getting even more excited about the retreat. It's coming so quick. I've had to, um, my my PTO got approved. Oh, if good. anybody was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> I had to add mine to my calendar. I'm like, listen, this was already approved, but y'all make sure you remember that it was approved. My PTO got approved. I've started looking for my little outfits, what I'm going to pack. Mm-hmm. And wrapping my mind around the fact that I'm going to be gone for two weeks. Girl, that's what I've been doing. Kayla was like, oh, you're going to have a vacation. I said, girl, this is not vacation. It's very much so work. It's work. Like there's going to be a night. I know I'm going to have a good time, but I've really been trying to mentally prepare for the way I'm going to be stretched in a new and different way. We've never hosted a retreat. We're going to be responsible for a lot of people's energy. Right. Um, and as much as it's going to be fun, I have to be honest with how big of a role this is. Right. And try to really mentally prepare as much as I possibly can in this foreign territory. Yeah. Yeah. I'm right there with you, girl. I say, Lord, you wouldn't bring me this far to leave girl, me. Girl, okay. It's definitely very much so giving two footprints in the sand. You wouldn't bring me this far to leave me. So scary. I think you and I need to like carve out some time to do some sort of activity. Before or after or during Before. while we're there? Before. A fast of sorts. I don't know. <laughs> Some sort of activity to mentally prepare us. We should go to the Korean spa. We yeah, haven't gone in have so not. long. We, we should not. go to we the should. Korean we spa. Should. We should. Um, y'all, it's a vibe. But I, I've been feeling that too. I, I'm not as anxious as I know I'm going to be like probably come March because there's still so many things to like, you know, just the small little logistics. The whole picture's figured out, but we just going through and putting some grammatical errors. Right. Doing that whole thing. But... I'm thinking about being away from home. That's number one. Yeah. Just like you said, being responsible for other people's experience. Like we're taking everybody with us. You all are trusting us and it's a lot. Yeah. And I also feel, although I have like the little nerves around that, I also feel honored to be able to share a piece that's been so important in our friendship, vacationing together and having these experiences and being able to share that with people in our community they don't have to just hear about it they can experience it so I'm really honored for that part of the whole shebang yeah and this is even going to be new for us because we're going to be in the same quarters for two weeks but the girl we we got a tree tree house they say that's a true test we'll be fine We'll be fine. We probably going to be, be uh, together every, leaning on each other. We're damn near be together every damn day. I know. <sighs> I'm sure we're going to be like, girl. Right. Girl. Okay. But it's going to be a really good time. Like you said, very honored. Um, this is special. What a blessing it is to gather a group of black women, brown women, and travel to another country and enjoy a, a beautiful culture and heal and rest and learn and hold space for each other mm-hmm. it's going to be a nice time it's and my mom be- said you know we about to make some memories it is going to be so beautiful <laughs> i said girl it is <laughs> and it is so it's going to be fun other than that how are you feeling this week how has this week been treating you feeling okay i'm feeling stable Stable. Stable. It, it low-key sort of rocked me, though. It had it was red turtleneck of me. I, I said, girl, it was very much so giving Uzi. I'm like, the way my hips are moving. 
girl. I'm like, y'all pray for your black friends who work white man gigs. Pray for your black entrepreneur friends who still work white man gigs. Please pray for us. Because um, the way I'm juggling, okay, I'm juggling like I'm outside on Florence. Have you seen, uh, they brought that here. The juggling, they brought that here. I haven't seen it. Girl, I'm out here just juggling, figuring it all out. I know. On Monday, I knew what the week held. I knew what the week entailed. So I was already worked up. I said, where is a meditation centered on work? <laughs> yeah. And I definitely yeah. am accepting all of the prayers. All the prayers. But but what's uh, carrying me is that it's a new month. We have some fresh energy. Um, we can start over anytime we want. There's just little spurts where we got to push a little harder to set us up for the future. And we're really pushing. Yes. And speaking of push, child, it's time to push our asses right into the next series. Yes, let's get into it. The time is now, y'all. This month's series is Curate Your Life. We're really excited about this series. There's going to be a lot of great topics uh, and ways that we can be the curators of our lives. I am so into that. Setting the vibe. Setting the vibe, taking control, being in the driver's seat. Period. Creating my life, curating my life for exactly how I want it to look. Yes. It's giving yes. It's giving giving yes yes. to me. It's giving yes. Yes to me. Uh, One of the ways that I really want to work on curating my life this month and going forward is being more conscious of the way that I'm influenced. Mm. You know, because social influence happens intentionally and unintentionally unconsciously and consciously when we see it and when we don't. And a lot of times because we are the ones being influenced, we don't believe it's happening. We don't. We we don't even realize it. I feel you because it really feels like so many of our thoughts are original. Mm-hmm. When I'm saying, oh, I want to do this or I want to go there. I'm not thinking about why I want to do it right. or where that came from. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling like this is just something that I want to do. Girl. And that's not true because your environment, what you're exposed to, what your friends are doing, what you're seeing in the movies, online, in the media, all of that is influencing your decision to want to do the things that you want to do. There's a great example of one time when I was influenced in our friendship, when when we were both about to trade in our cars. You went a little bit before me. You went in January. And we were both already at the point where it was time. You know, I'm like, okay, something's got to happen with this car because I'm, I'm at the end of the road. Cue the voice to me. Although we go. It was that. So you had went and got a new car. And then I think like two weeks later, or the next week, I was like, oh shit, you know what? I, I'm going to do that too. And I went and got a new car. Yeah. And you don't even realize, although it might be time, right? The time, it was time. It was time. But you taking the step and being like, yeah, I went and got my, at this point, it was your dream car. Yeah. You went and got your dream car. So then that also pushed me to the point of like, okay, well, what is your dream car? Right. What car do you actually want? What car do you really want? Do you yeah. still want to slide in the Mini Cooper? Right. Or do you want to upgrade your level life? Up. Or you want to do level you want to level it up? And I was like, oh yeah, I'm doing that. And although the, the idea to get the car I got might've been my own, the idea to get a new car at that time was, an, I was influenced. You were influenced. Yeah, Definitely. The people that you're around, spend a lot of time around, influence you mm-hmm. because you are you inf- almost influenced me. Remember, to get an iPad? I told I told her <laughs> that she was telling me that she got her iPad and that getting an iPad was nowhere on my radar. I wasn't thinking about an iPad. I had already ordered my planner. I felt good about the way I was going to be moving forward with planning my 2023. So Germany um, was like, so I got an iPad. I said, oh. <laughs> She said, yeah, I got an iPad. They have these digital planners. She got to showing me everything. She was like, I got this case. I got the pen. I said, I want an iPad. Yeah. I got, I said, you know, we'd be like, how much was it? Yeah. Let me see if you I can work that You got an iPad? In. So I went to look. I was on the Apple site. I had it in my cart and everything. I'm like, so what do I need? Mm-hmm. And then I stopped myself. Right. And I said, do I really want an iPad or do I really need an iPad? Let me work with what I got set up right now with the planner because it is working good for me. And maybe I will get an iPad later on in the future. But just that moment of acknowledging that I was being influenced made me pull back and say, just sit on it instead of being impulsive. Because it's nothing wrong with being influenced, but it's acting impulsively off of the influence and not really taking a moment to sit with it and think about 
is this a move that I really need to make right now or not? And there's really a lot of ways that we are influenced or that we conform. There's informationally, right, where we're seeking out information or we make a decision based on information that we were provided. This happens, y'all, when we vote, girl. you know, when things are happening socially and we need to lean on somebody like I'm looking to you for the knowledge because I don't know. Yes. Which is common. That is common. We do that all the time. I mean, here in this with this podcast, y'all are leaning on us, listening every week. We share information. Y'all hoping it's right shit <laughs> so that you can take it and feel you can feel exactly you can feel informed and we are also leaning on people Mm -hmm. we find interest in the topic and then we're going to get more information about the topic and we have the desire for the information to be correct but the different articles and books that we pick from we're being influenced by the knowledge that they're sharing and making new decisions so definitely informative way is a way to be influenced but also there's tea about the informative way y'all what what? During the pandemic. Oh, God. And during the pandemic. No, this story makes me cringe. This story <laughs> makes me cringe. Tell the story, baby. Now, you, you, she said it makes me cringe. She brought, it she may, brings it up, it says makes it makes me, her cringe. And but I feel like tell the this story. was a but great story. I will story. tell the story. I will tell the story. Please. Social media, there's something that's called echo chambers. So, mm-hmm. what happens with an echo chamber is we all follow people on social media, right? Yes. And there's a thing that happens where everybody starts posting a thing. Everybody's posting about someone winning an award or everyone's posting about this cause everyone's sharing this thing and then we are like okay they're sharing it i'm gonna share it too because also sidebar something about social influence y'all it's the way that we connect with people and we find belonging exactly right so our choices are really a reflection of like assimilating with a with culture like oh if they do it i'm doing this means i'm this kind of person exactly. when i share this kind of information it means that i'm in alignment with these types of beliefs Go ahead. But also when we're consistently exposed to the same information and there's not much difference or new information presented to change like our perspective, that makes us more likely to be like, okay, I'm running with it. You know, Mm -hmm. I've seen consistent proof of this is what the fuck is going on. Mm -hmm. So I feel affirmed in the decision and influenced in the decision to also share. Right. So this happened, (laughs) got caught up. Um, 2020, you know, a lot was going on during the 2020. <laughs> the 2020. During the 2020 year, 2020 vision, big we 20. It was a lot going on. So this was around the time of the riots, the uproar um, with George Floyd and the Black Square saga. <laughs> the Black Square saga happened where we were posting the Black Squares. <laughs> What were we posting them for? And that's the problem. To stand in solidarity. solidarity. It was basically saying, we are... are I'm, I'm with the movement. Um, yeah. It was basically saying, you know what I want. If I post a black square, and it's like, if I don't post the black square, that's saying I'm not with, with it. it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I woke up, I posted my black square. Germany had her black square posted. And y'all, let me tell you something. I hadn't even posted on social media in like a year. So I was feeling like this is the, if I'm a post, this is a cause to post for. Y'all, we woke up shambles. Things were in shambles. We woke up. The ab- the uh, the advocate, not advocates, the uh, activists were. The ooh. activists were on our heads about posting in black squares. What the fuck are y'all posting the black squares for? Oh my god! What does that even mean? You are wiping out the Black Lives Matter. You are hashtag. undoing all the work that was done. I'm like, oh shit, the braid is being undone. The braid is being unbraided. It was in shambles. Germany and I caught each other damn near shaking. We were shaking. <laughs> we were trembling. Like, why did we post the black square? I don't know. Everybody was posting the black square. Oh, my God. In hindsight, it wasn't that big of a deal. But in the moment, we recognized how easily we were influenced. Yes. And how quick we were, how we were moved to post that black square. And baby. That was sickening. It was crazy. But what I've learned is even in that moment, what we did was not uncommon. No. It wasn't uncommon because in addition to the science that's being done in laboratories y'all there's social science that's happening and experiments around influence that are happening and there's been a lot of studies done to show how people are are influenced and that is one of the ways there was a study done I think at the University of Pittsburgh where the professor put a line on the board oh the professor put a line on the board three lines I think line a and line c were the exact same length And line B was the one that was not the same length. Mm -hmm. There was 
someone who was involved in the experiment, who sat in on the class, who knew the right answer, right? Everybody else were just... They were just there. They were just there, not knowing that they were participating in an experiment. Mm -hmm. So one by one, students got a chance to go up in front of the class and say, this is the line that's the same or different than the other, right? Everybody started choosing B, even though you could vividly and visually see that line A and C were the same. People were still saying B. And of course, everybody was like B. B. They probably B. saying, what are you seeing that I'm not seeing? Right. B. You must know something that I don't know. B, because we end up, that's a, that's the way we conform, right? It's like, oh shit, let me, I don't want to be the person who's not giving the answer. If everybody's seeing it, then it got to be right. That's for sure. It has to be right. It's a thing. And that's why we have to be mindful. We have to be. Another way that social influence gets us is normative. Mm. So the way that we dress, the Mm. way that we talk, the way that we vote, we do these things to be accepted, right? We want to fit in. We don't want to be the all balls out. So it's like, what is everybody doing so that I can make sure that I'm in line Mm -hmm. with the vibes, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with the current, with what's happening? Yeah. We, we don't really want to be the oddball out. Nobody does. We're all seeking acceptance here. Yeah. Like, you know, and also normative influence or conformity is also tied to the way we engage in our vices. You know, bullying. Think about younger children, right? Somebody's bullying. Other kids are likely to bully, too, because this is what they're doing. Smoking. You start smoking. You might not even like smoking or want to smoke. And it's just like, well, fuck it. My friends are smoking. I was I was definitely influenced normatively. <laughs> I feel like we I've, all have I've been. all been influenced, but I have a story to I have a story to share about how this showed up very real in my life. So when I was in college, um, when I I first went to Sac State, mm-hmm. and the people that I were hanging out with were smokers. Mm-hmm. I was not, and when I say I was not, was like not in a way that I never smoked, but I wasn't a frequent smoker to where it's like I gotta have my weed. You know, yeah. I need my sh- papers, I need my things, yeah. papers. You know, I'm where the weed man at making connections. I wasn't that girl. Yeah. But the people that um, I was hanging out with were frequent smokers. So every day they were smoking, and we were hanging out every day. So I started smoking. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is the norm here. We smoke weed. <laughs> the weed. We blow trees. <laughs> the- I started smoking weed. And as soon as I stopped hanging out with them, I was no longer smoking weed. Yeah. Because it wasn't really something that I was doing because I needed to smoke weed or I even had an actual desire to smoke weed. Mm -hmm. I was smoking weed because that is what my friends were doing. They were smoking weed. We were hanging out. And I'm like, okay, well, I just want to fit in. I don't want to be the all ball out saying I don't smoke. So I was just smoking the weed. The birds of a feather flock together. We were flocking real high. That is that <laughs> literally is true. True. The monkey see monkey do too. Mm-hmm. I've had that same experience. I was engaging in some behavior that I am not proud of. I don't even want to tell take y'all down. You don't got to go down that. Road. I don't want to go you down don't that go road. Down that road. I mean, I, it wasn't given down bad bad, but I still. You I, just you've just have evolved. I've evolved, and I don't want my mama to know that side of me. I put it on the altar. You put it there. But put it there. Uh, yeah, I noticed that certain people will have will bring out certain. It's not even certain behaviors, but uh, being around people will make it seem as if certain things are okay. Or, yes, the it's norm. like it's acceptable. Yes, this is this is what we like. You said this is what we do here, and then you start doing it, and it's you look up like nigga. I don't even want to do that. Yeah, I don't even want to do. That's not me. That's not me. And hopefully, you come to your senses, because then it is gonna be you. <laughs> Then it is going to be you and you don't want to be down bad like that. It's crazy. And that's why mindfulness is so important because these brains of ours, we are constantly picking up cues from Mm -hmm. other people. How to think, how to behave, like I said, how to vote, how to dress, how to act. And we're doing this unconsciously. Yeah. But we're doing it. Right. So being aware that we do do this can help us like we're the whole point of this um, episode is to curate the if the people were being influenced the things that were being influenced by so that we can make sure okay this is something that I actually do want to be doing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not just doing shit for the sake of doing things yeah this um, is true and it's funny because I think it's hard for us to admit it because when you think about being influenced People don't walk around being like, yeah, I'm influenced. Right, right. We don't openly admit that we are influenced because it has a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. Now, being an influencer does not because look look at the title of an influencer. Right. The role, Diff- the, the, the role. It's a whole career of an influencer. You promote things. 
you encourage people to buy these things, that's looked at and that's like, great. There's books about how to influence people and win friends and get people to do the things that you want them to do. But there's not books about how to be influenced. There's a real distinct, almost like a power difference there, right? There's a, a true distinction in being the influencer and being the influencee. And I think that like you had, uh, mentioned, nobody wants to admit that I'm the influencee. That's almost like bad in American culture because who wants to be the mobbing with a sheep, like the sheep, you know, going with the herd, like, oh, y'all, y'all just doing what y'all doing. Y'all, everybody jumping off the cliff. That's not me. You really want to believe that you are the lone wolf all out here by yourself while everybody else is just following the herd. I know. Remember, did your mom ever used to say to you, if, if they jump off, off the a bridge, are you going to Yeah, I'm like, yeah, mama me. Holding my nose. I'm rolling with my friends. Yeah. But it's true. We don't want to admit that we're influenced, but the reality is we are. But the reason why is that when we look to our own minds, our own brains of, for evidence of like, yeah, I was influenced, there's none. There's none. When you go shopping, y'all, you you go into the store and you think about, I think I'm going to try a striped shirt. I think I'm I think I'm a lean towards this neon color and neon is not your color. It's never been your color. Yeah. You're not leaning towards neon because it's on sale or um, I'm feeling bold. You're leaning towards it because you've been exposed to it. People around you are wearing it. It's in every store. The more you see it, the more you lean towards it, you start to like it. It's not because it just came up and you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm down now. Right. That never happens. It's like I just decided that I just just what I'm doing now. That never happens. And it's really I think it's called near exposure, near exposure. The more you see a thing, the more you like it or the more you become influenced. But you don't realize it. There is that there was another experiment that happened where there was a class of students and they were running an experiment where they had the same people coming into the class. Mm -hmm. Right. And they had to rate them on attractiveness. And they rated the person the highest of attractiveness based on how frequently they saw them. Right. So the more you, you're exposed to something, the more likely you are to be attracted to it or like it or want to do that thing because it's the frequent exposure. Like, oh, I keep seeing this pop up. I keep right. seeing this book. I keep seeing everybody wearing that bag. I keep seeing everyone wearing the boho braids. Mm -hmm. I want that. But the trip is to that experiment. The students who took the survey felt like although these people were in their class or realized that they were in their class, that did not change the level of attractiveness in which they rated them. But the person who had been in the class the most received the most votes. They did the same experiment with people who weren't in the class and that person did not get the it same amount of votes. It wasn't given top 10. It wasn't given top 10, <laughs> you know? So the more you see a thing, the more you're exposed to it, you are influenced to likely lean towards liking it or not liking it because we going to get there too. Yeah. We want to be different. We do. And we do want to be different. But yeah. that's the thing. So we're influenced and we do so much the same mm -hmm. because we're being influenced by a lot of the same things, especially like on a platform like social media, because yeah. it's a circulation of the same shit. Right. I, it's like a loop. Mm -hmm. The trends, the, the TikTok sounds. dances, the sounds, yeah. like the way we're wearing our hair, what's in with the fashion. It's all the same. But we all know that feeling. Let's just call a spade a spade. <laughs> yeah. Let's just call a spade a spade where you feel like, OK, I like it when people are doing it because I don't want to be the only one doing it. Yeah. But once too many people start doing it, I don't want to do it no more because why are all these people? Why? Uh, -uh. Yeah. I liked it before everybody started coming here. Right. I was the first person to start listening to this group. I was uh, -uh. now everybody getting these braids right now. I can't wear them. And it's the Goldilocks effect. It's like you want to fit in enough where, you know, you are a little bit different, but you don't want to be so different that people don't understand that you with the gang, you gang. You right. know, it's the, walking that line of really clear distinction. Like, oh, I'm unique. I'm unique. But y'all see what the fuck going on. Exactly. You know, it's like having an it girl bag, but the you, real rare color. <laughs> right. You, you know, wanna, you want to be the early adopter. Like early I, have adopter. The it, I had the it girl bag before everybody else started getting the it girl bag yeah. because it has an adverse effect where because everybody's doing it. Like I said, you don't want to do it. And now it's just basic. I, it right. It like Tulum, y'all. I'm just going to say it. I'll be honest. I'll be fucking honest. I don't give a damn. It's my show. <laughs> Sometimes I'm scared to say things like that because mm -hmm. I don't want to be I don't want to be nailed to the cross. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is I'm human and I get influenced. And there's certain things where I'm like, nah, I want to be different in that way. I don't want to do all the things that everybody's doing, because, again, we we think we're so unique. We do. We think, oh, 
I'm the only one. I'm we're different. Right. You know, and I be wanting to lean into that. You know, I hate doing things. on your I know. But the gag is, how did you find out about Tulum? Because I know the way that I found out about Tulum. It's not about how I found out. It's who all knew at the time I found out. I know. But I'm saying in order for you to have found out about it, you had to be influenced. Again, is there's no evidence like that? We don't think like that. The thing is, we think because some of the most of the people that I know didn't know about it. I'm influencing them. Proximity. I was influenced, but I was influenced. It gives who knew first. Exactly. And that's what it it is. Just the truth of the matter. When we went to Tulum in 2017, was it 2016? Not 2016. It must have been 2016. Y'all, it was when it hadn't even hit the map yet. Maybe Not hit the map. A few people had went. (laughs) A few people had went, right? And definitely nobody in our circle, nobody who on my timeline had been. I was the first person. Yeah. So in 2017, we went, I'm like, okay, we went back in 2019, I think. By that time, I said, we can't come back here. And you know, so okay, we some things, back here. some things that make sense to not want everybody to be doing it. Like for instance, when it's a restaurant that's just so good, right? You don't want everybody to go there because now I can't, can't get, get a, a reservation. Yeah. I can't go, but I can't get the little shoes that I used to get because now everybody on them and the access is limited. <laughs> so your your concern is access is limited, not you want to be the only or you want to be unique. No, I don't really think that's my concern. My my concern is not that I want to be... Okay, there's, there's a little bit of that, but I'm not completely turned off from the things. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because I look to people being on the shit kind of like for a validation oh. of this is something that I should be tapped into. Okay. Like when it's a book recommendation or even a restaurant re- recommendation or something so like that. So do you feel like that about... Things that are not unique to your person that will make your person out like, you know, make you seem unique. It's one thing to be like, I'm reading a book that everybody's reading or I'm going to the restaurant that people are tapped into and I'm taking a recommendation. Or do you have that same feeling when it comes to like your personal style? Like, would you be like, everybody's wearing leather pants? I'm wearing leather pants and it's an it girl thing. So I know that I'm on track. I feel like no, because at the moment, I don't feel like my personal style is hella unique. Okay. So maybe if I and I'm working on that, but mm. I maybe if I felt like my personal style was so like specific to Britney and specifically tailored, yeah, then maybe I might feel like that. Like, damn, I thought I had something that was just like you know for me, yeah. And now everybody's wearing it. But if I'm being honest, I haven't been tapped into myself, my style in that way to where I feel like what that was like unique to me. Yeah, I feel like I've been following the trends. Because okay. I've been and it lazy. Makes it, right. Like I'm following the trends. Everybody else is following yeah, the no, trends. Yeah, everybody is wearing the leather pants right now. There, There's yeah. actually another study, y'all. This is a study-ass conversation. There was another study about um, how we feel or or this kind of concept of uniqueness and being different. And if, if there's such a thing, there was a study done of like students who are like in an MBA program, right, who all had really nice luxury vehicles. And they were asked if, Someone in your course or class friend got the same car as you, same make, same model, same color, same features, package all down to the knit grit, same price point in PR. <laughs> How would you feel? And the MBA students or the, the M- I don't even know if they were MBA students. They were MBAs. Mm-hmm. They were like, I would be pissed. I would feel some kind of way because now it's not unique, right? Now it's not something that I have for myself. They asked that same question to firefighters, blue collar workers, if your friend went out and got the same car, same all the same specs as you. How would you feel? And they were like, I would be like, great. They got a good car. Let's start a car club. And they were considering or, or were led to the point of socioeconomic class also determines how we feel about uniqueness. Mm. That more blue collar worker class are used to having the same options as most people, right? Like a Camry, a Honda, no Tino shade on a Camry, the Hondas. I'm just t- saying yeah. these type of cars, a Hyundai, uh, you know cars that are easily accessible to everyone versus someone who can likely afford a Mercedes or a BMW or a Tesla, not even a Tesla, but you know what I mean? We're thinking about class or this marker of class that maybe that, that maybe that's a thing. Oh, it is. a Maybe thing. that's a thing. That is a thing because I see that a lot that if somebody has something that they, they think is that's supposed to be high value and kind of sets them apart and says that having this, classifies you in this social class which right. is higher once more people start getting the thing it loses quote-unquote value yeah 
Everybody got it now. So now it's not that. It's not as valuable. I don't want it anymore. Everybody got Gucci now. So mm-hmm. everybody's wearing this. Everybody's wearing that. And it's because of that very reason. Yeah. I've had those feelings too. When it comes to? When it comes to, it don't matter what it is, nigga. Shoes. <laughs> different style. I'm like, nope, I'm off of it. Thank you. Y'all y'all enjoy it. Y'all enjoy it. And and it just, I don't know. I'm working through it. Yeah. <laughs> It it is a thing, and I think that's something to be mindful of too. Yeah, it definitely is something to be mindful of because I felt like that with certain things. Like, okay, I don't, I don't want that because everybody has it. So I I used to want it, but now I don't want it anymore. But then in the same breath, I'm also aware that what I'm doing is not super unique. And I think realizing that we're so easily influenced, and a lot of us are doing the same things, really makes me appreciate and acknowledge. How much more I need to be appreciative of my uniqueness when it comes to like my personality. Yeah. Because that's something that is just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? That's something that can't be duplicated, copied, purchased. That's just something that we are all different in that way. Our body types and things like that. I feel like realizing how easily we are influenced makes me appreciate in a different way. Yeah. And not want to be influenced in ways that would change some of these ways that I was created uniquely. Like thinking about plastic surgery and how yeah. I used to want a breast job and how easily we can be influenced to change things like that about our bodies. Mm-hmm. It's nothing wrong if you feel like you want to change that. But I'm just talking about for me personally. I don't want that for me yeah. because I want to really appreciate what I have and what I was given and not be so influenced that I change how I was made. And that's that on period. Um, that is a great realization. You can tell in the aesthetic what is considered beautiful, right? This beauty, the standard of beauty has taken on so uh, such a different uh, aesthetic. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> aesthetic yeah. Um, that it's 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 jarring that everybody looks the same. Yeah, I can immediately spot it. You know. Germany's my I'd be like is that real is her ass real (laughs) girl it didn't even got to be the ass too I'm like the lips were done yeah filler in the cheek chin implant yeah nose I can spot it and it's no tea no shade if you're here for the the surgical enhancements no tea no shade there I'm yeah do whatever you want to do but I'm just speaking to the way that we are constantly influenced by what it is that we see and how that makes us change to conform this is now acceptable you know what I mean and then we'll start to adopt and it's just morph yeah. a morphing of sorts will occur yeah, and it's because we're constantly flooded with images of that and so I have to really stop myself and be like don't get influenced in that way to feel like you really want to change something that can't be reversed about right. yourself right sit your ass down right and then you start looking like everybody else that part the way to I ain't gonna get into it so Not y'all <laughs> This is a real topic. It's it's getting good, but we want y'all to stick around for our next segment. Well, if you ask me, right after this. Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish, the possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. 
And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, a lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Hey, Bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's Revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me... It's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like they're narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world-shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must-listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, "Mm." and let's not forget black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth. The brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. 
Now, here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Okay, y'all. So before we get more real about how we feel about being socially influenced or influenced in general, we do want to remind you, um, if you are loving what you hear, if you want to stay up to date with all things BGB, make sure you follow the podcast on Spotify. Make sure you rate, hit the bell so you get all of your notifications because we want you here. We do. We want you here. And also, y'all, at the top of last year, at the top of January, we had a little challenge regarding the ratings. And I said, uh-uh, I want to be at 1,080 ratings. And I just want to report that we had 1.1K. So let's run it up. This next month, I say we get to 2k i say we this month yeah 800 oh. more rated too much hey 1.5 1.5 i'm all for reaching high. i'll do 1.5 yeah that was a little ambitious <laughs> that was a little ambitious what the fuck was i thinking <laughs> we'll do 1.5 let's i feel it. good with 400 more ratings i let's, believe in y'all let's do it i believe in y'all also we are doing a new thing here it's a new month we are kicking off our book club on patreon the girls have been reading all the gems have been books germany made a commitment to herself to read more this year yeah i'm I'm three books in look at you i think almost four look at her yeah she's a reader so we have a book club popping off we decided to do this because our discord girlies shared so many books we want to read more books and we just want to talk about the books that we read with our homegirls so if you're interested in joining our book club we're reading seven days in june Mm -hmm. come join us on patreon that's where we'll be having the discussions. That information is down on the show notes. You know we love our patrons. And let's actually shout out our patrons. Let's do it. This week we have Stephanie. Hey, Steph. Hey, Steph. Welcome to the gang. Yeah. So, yeah, y'all get over there. All that information is down in the show notes. Any other last? If you want to join us on the retreat, that information is down in the show notes, too. Y'all know where we going. Y'all know how we coming. And you got a little bit of time, baby, because we going next month. We are. Yes. All right. Let's get into it. Okay. So back to the social influence. Mm -hmm. So because we're on social media and, you know, that is a place where we're heavily influenced. That is, baby. What ways are you easily influenced? Like, what can you pinpoint, identify, and Mm -hmm. be like, you know what? I'm easily influenced to do this thing. When it comes to purchases, purchasing things, Amazon. (laughs) I hate seeing, I'm like, get off my damn feet. Get off my feet. I hate what I bought on Amazon. Right. How I'm making my apartment better. Yeah, TikTok will have me in a chokehold. I'll be purchasing little things that I see on there. Uh, But in, in another way, in another respect, sometimes it's helpful because when I was, remodeling my living room when I was freshening it up and giving it a little redo. I looked to social media for uh, motivation and inspiration, even Pinterest, right? Because it doesn't have to be social media where people are directly speaking to you. People creating boards, it's also influence. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? So getting on Pinterest was really helpful for me. So I know that I have to be careful uh, when people start talking that talk, when they start sharing little things and I'm like, I, yeah, you know, it's sharing sharing things that I find useful. What about you? I'm definitely influenced to purchase things. Mm-hmm. Like people share something. I think it's cute. I'm clicking on it. I'm adding it to the cart and I'm buying it. I see something. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. If they share the link. Girl. Baby, if they share the it's link. It's in my cart. <laughs> it's in my cart. I'm taking from your link to my cart. I'm easily influenced by people that I follow on social media that, um, I trust, you know, mm-hmm. I frequently see their content and there's somebody that I think is reputable. I like their thoughts. I like their personality, even their style. If they post something, if they share something, a book, if they share a place to go out to eat, if they share a place that they traveled and it looked like a vibe, I'm influenced in all of those ways. Like, yeah. okay, I want to travel there. Yeah. I'm going to get that book, that restaurant's on my list. You know, another way that I feel like I'm influenced by the way people create their content girl i'm like oh wow look at the fonts look at the color look at the filters they took time they took time and i desire to you know do the same but i just don't know how 
that's one way that I'm working on trying to release because I too am influenced by that. And then I have to realize what, what we really working with. Right. You know, <laughs> where are the strengths, the skills, the bandwidth, a lot of people, they are good at that on their own. Some people have social media managers and shit. You just don't really know what people yeah. are working with. And sometimes the way that we're influenced can drive us mad because I have been driven real mad. I'm like, ah, this is sending me on one. And it's sometimes it's their full time gigs. Yeah. Like they've shot all this content and now they get to sit home for two, three hours and figure out how they want it to look, what story they want to tell. And baby, I'm on a short time frame over here. And speaking of that, since um, we're on social media, do you know what triggers you on social media? Like the things that you're scrolling and you're triggered. Yeah. Well, maybe just comparing myself. Not as I don't I don't do it so much anymore. But when people's partners take good photos of them, <laughs> I'm like, why is her man taking f- cute photos of her? Yeah. And I ain't got no good photos because my man don't be tapped in like that. Pick up your phone, boy. Right. And use that camera. Well, that triggers me a little, very, very little. So, so slightly. I will say that I'm at this point now where I'm not so much, I'm not triggered by the people I don't know. You know, I'm not comparing their life to my life, what they have to my life. If anything, the people who I'm neck and neck with, who I'm in my day to day life, that probably triggers me, which it, it doesn't. But I'm saying, you know, if I was going to be triggered, it would probably be by that. Yeah. Like, damn, look at, look at them getting the things that I'm supposed <laughs> to have that I need. Yeah. <laughs> She already got it. I say for me, what triggers me on social media is feeling like people are further ahead or have an upper hand Mm -hmm. when it comes to their business pursuits, I guess, career. I'm like, they have that mastered. They have a team. Where's our team? Yeah, I can see that. I get triggered by that because I feel like I want to be further along too why am i not further along yeah so i get triggered by that from time to time cue the janae yeah wanting to be somewhere further along than i currently am and seeing somebody who is can trigger your girl yeah i mean that obviously when i'm like on social yeah like because or even something on a smaller scale like i can get triggered by social if I see somebody out doing something and I'm like, hey, I wanted to do that. Why am I not out doing that? Where before I wasn't even tripping. If I'm not on social, I don't know that it's happening. I'm not triggered. But when you're on social, that can trigger you to be like, I want to go there too. I want That triggers me, yes. Seeing people use their time the way they want to use their time triggers me. When I'm at work in my office with no windows, because yeah. there's no window. The fact that you don't even have a window is just... I don't have a window. Let the cage burst. I mean, golly. When I'm at my job, my nine to five job, I I know I've recently been talking about the struggle that is working a full-time job and being a full-time entrepreneur. But it's real, y'all. It's real. And when I see people, my friends, my associates who are entrepreneurs and they don't work full-time jobs and I'm watching them live their lives out online, I get triggered. I get triggered too. I'm like, look at them sitting at their office. I mean, sometimes I see Andres living his full last life and I'm like, boy, don't, don't, don't talk to me about working harder. (laughs) Don't talk to me about working harder than my situation. Right. You are not in my shoes. You get to sit, you get to go into work whenever y'all get to change your work schedule. If you want, if you want to work from home, you can't, the flexibility that you have is not what I have. And I'm not complaining. I'm just being real as a person doing both. Yeah. It's hard. And when I see people living their lives the way they want to live, I'm like, mm, fuck them. Right. Makes me feel some kind of way. So how often do you like clean your timeline? Do you go through and clean your timeline? If you feel like you're getting triggered a little too much or in a way that's negative or influenced in a way that's not beneficial. I'll say I don't. I'll be honest. I don't. Because I think what I've realized is when, when I'm being triggered, it's not anything that they're posting. I'm happy that they're really living their lives. When I take myself out of it and my my emotions, I'm, I'm happy that your business is thriving, that you have gotten to this point that you've worked so hard and it's paid off for you where you can do these things. I got to look at myself. Yeah. You know, now if the person was negative and I didn't like their content and they were being foul, then delete, block, remove. Right. Yes. You know, but a lot of the people who I follow, y'all, these are black and brown people who are doing well for themselves. They're my friends. They're my family. They're people who I admire. It's just 
realizing that you're not where you want to be in comparison to where other people are. And sometimes it stings. Yeah. If you're being completely honest, what I will say is when I notice that I'm spending too much time like doom scrolling, I will take a step back and not get on TikTok or not be on Instagram as much. And I don't use the feature of scrolling down my timeline a lot just because there's it's changed a lot on Instagram. Mm -hmm. There's all these ads and people who I don't follow. And I'm like, wait, I'm not following Kiki Palmer. (laughs) Right. What the fuck is (laughs) Kiki Palmer's baby moon doing on my timeline? My feed. What? So I don't really use that feature. I probably go through the first three or four photos and then I'm like through the stories. If you post it on your stories, I'll see it. If you don't, then I won't. What about you? I do the same. I just do like little social media breaks Mm -hmm. to um, cleanse my mind. Right. Because it doesn't have to, like you said, it's not the timeline that needs to be cleansed because I'm mindful of the people that I follow. I follow some some dope ass people who are doing things that there are times where the influence is great. So like you said, it's a personal thing where I need to just take a step back and try to get in touch with my own thoughts as much as possible mm-hmm. to just be mindful and take inventory of why am I feeling this way or how am I being influenced? What do I really feel? Just taking a step back instead of just being caught up. Yeah. Caught up and stuck. Yeah, it happens. It so, happens. Yeah, we got to do that. We have to do that. And another thing that we have to do is offer some tips and solutions, y'all. Because if we going through it, we know y'all going through it. That's what we're here for. We know we're here it. for the tips and the solutions. Always. So let's get into them. So the first tip is awareness, mm-hmm. right? Awareness is important. So noticing that our behavior is influenced by other people. When we do that, we can be intentional, like we just mentioned. And try to focus on the people who are doing the things that we want to see for ourselves, right? So we're following people who are getting to it. We're following people who are constantly looking to improve their lives and they're showing proof and evidence of that. We're showing people who will influence us in a good way because we know that it's inevitable. We're going to be influenced. Right. Yeah. It's just going to happen. Yeah. So let's just be intentional about who and what we're being influenced by. And I think after listening to this episode and taking your own deep dive into what it means to be influenced, you'll realize how much more you're being influenced and it'll be in the forefront of your mind and you won't just move through life mindlessly where it's just like, I didn't even realize it. Yeah. Um, Another tip is to explore your own curiosity. A lot of what allows us to be influenced so haphazardly and mindlessly is because we're not leaning into our own curiosity and exploring what it is that we like and following that urge to try something new. It's like, okay, I see that that's the trend. I see that everybody's wearing bell bottoms. Are we doing wide leg flare? And we just start doing those things because it's what we see. But take a risk. We can get lazy. Can. We can get real lazy. It's so easy to be like, I know that I follow this girl who always reads books. If I'm looking for a book, let me just go on her page and get a recommendation. Mm-hmm. But um, I did something new. I explored my curiosity this weekend. I love to read. And as much as I love someone who can offer a great recommendation and I have my girlies and people that I can go to for said recommendations, I said, let me just go to Barnes and Noble. Let me be my own recommendation. Let me let me go to Barnes and Noble, browse, peruse to the store and see what I'm called to, what I'm pulled to. And I did that. I'm like, I know there's some things that I want to work on. I know my interest So let me just see what's on the shelves. And if it's horrible, okay, it was just not a good book. But if it could be a good book. And I was looking for New York Times bestsellers. (laughs) But (laughs) I ended up doing that. And I felt good about that because I said, wow, this is a book that, um, although I'm not the first one reading it, this is a book where I I found because I was exploring my own curiosity. I didn't get this book from a recommendation. This is something that I just found because I came in Barnes and Nobles and I was perusing and I liked it. I was interested. So I do highly encourage y'all to explore your curiosity because, again, we become lazy and it's just like, you know what? We do. I don't want to exert any extra energy trying to figure out if this is good, if this is going to be good or not. I just want to know. That's that's happened to me since I'm on my reading journey, my reading kick in my reading era. (laughs) Um, I was going on TikTok and getting a lot of book recommendations, but then. Because I'm using the Libby app and I'm not actually purchasing apps. I'm just, I mean, books. I'm renting them through the public library. Sometimes they're on hold or you can't get them immediately. So then I'm left with nothing to read because I'm going off a list of recommendations. And I'm like, this is not cool. This is impeding on my hobby. You're reading, right. Exactly. So I definitely want to lean into that more. 
uh, figuring out things that I'm just inspired by on my not on my own, but as much on my own as possible. Right. And moving in that on my own. How did it end this way? She said, how? I need to know. How did it end this way? Did she say how or why? How did it end this? Not why. That's why did it end this way? Hmm. It could have been either or. Why? But I think it's how. Okay. How? Let us know. Shit. We know y'all will. It was how. (laughs) (laughs) In Um, the Discord. Y'all know it's why. Exactly. Girl, no, we didn't. Another thing is take a pause and ask yourself the hard questions. Mm. I talked about this a little bit in my my entry on the newsletter a piece that I shared about how I'm working on being more vulnerable and a part of that is just being vulnerable with myself and questioning my emotions and allowing myself to really feel them and express them when we're doing this we have to ask ourselves the hard questions and some of the hard questions can be why am I doing this it's okay to be influenced but ask yourself why So that you can assure yourself that this is something that I should definitely be doing. Like, why am I doing this? Am I doing this just because somebody else is doing this? Mm -hmm. Or am I doing this because this is something that I genuinely want to do? Yeah. Another hard question you can ask yourself is, am I doing this just to fit in? Mm. Or am I wearing this because it's just trendy? Or does this really fit my style? Yeah. Yeah. I had to stop myself. I was getting in that sneakers app, y'all, every morning trying to see what was dropping and keeping up on the latest kicks, the heat on feet. And sometimes I would see stuff and be like, I could get those. And I had to stop myself and ask, girl, do you really like those? Right. Because you really like stuff in your closet and never put them on your feet once they get there. And I said, I'm not spending my money mindlessly, aimlessly like that just because it's in this damn app. If I don't really like it and not even I have to really like it. I don't want to kind of like it because there's certain things where you'd be like, I, I kind of like, like it, it and I'm going to just try to see if I win it. And but but another thing is you kind of like it based on the fact that it's in the app. That's already an advantage of like the influence. It's like you're looking for something to like. You're exactly you're in that. App. Exactly. It's like, let me look through here and find. Something. And also in this app, you guys are basically saying these are the hot ticket items right now. Right. Because they're these on are, this app, which means they're somewhat exclusive. exclusive. Yeah. There's they are can be seen as unique. There's not going to be so many of them. They're not being restocked. These are not the basic choices. And I had to say no more. <laughs> I'm not buying nothing that I'm not really moved to buy. Exactly. Take me out. Of and the thing with that there app some dunks is, they dropped this morning. And I was looking like, do I like those which or ones, which ones were they? Those ones. That they were like a gold or tan, nude, natural and white. But I said, do I really like do I really want these because I like them because I can find use for them because they're they're calling me or do I feel like I like them because I've seen them and I know that they're going to be heat, heat. and I'm going to have them. Right. Although I probably couldn't get them anyway. <laughs> Shit, the way the bots be eating everything up. They God. eat it up and leaving no crumbs. Girl. But yes. That sneakers app will do it to you. It does. I had to tell myself that because um, there's somebody that I follow that's always posting like sales and links to things like clothing items and i had got got a couple times (laughs) i got got and i had to stop and be like do i really want this or am i posting it because she's saying that it's it and Mm -hmm. it's on sale and go get it now Mm. it was that sometimes so i said no yeah we're not doing that we're not another thing y'all we're doing is back to the timeline cleanse really take a deep dive and take some inventory of who you're following and why Are you following the it girls? Are you following people who just want you to spend your money? So that I mean, obviously, there are people online who have a job to influence you. So just be mindful, though, you might like their aesthetic and they are giving you some tips and gems. Take it with a grain of salt. Don't don't just take it and not consider what it is that you want, what it is that you need. Don't let people just feed you like whatever they want to give you. I would say that also um, ensure the people that you're being influenced by. Um, I know it's not foolproof but try as much as possible to um, make sure that these people are operating in integrity because people are getting paid they'll come on this internet and fucking lie Mm -hmm. say this is so great i love this and then you're easily influenced and all of your money is spent and then you get the product and you're like this is trash so it's funny because you know Alyssa, Alyssa ashley yeah she's an influencer and she was saying that she really has to have some personal integrity because they get bags yeah. when they're influencers and 
when she didn't have it before she was an influencer, she followed somebody who was ranting and raving about this mascara that was super expensive. So she was like, oh, my God, I really need this mascara because she's promoting it and I trust her. So she went and spent her little coins on the mascara and the mascara was not not because her preference, but because the mascara was just not good, you know. So definitely be intentional and think about how these the people that you're being influenced by as much as you can do like a screening to see if they're operating in integrity. I feel like you can kind of tell. Hopefully. So the last tip is just to quiet the outside noise and tap in with yourself. Mm -hmm. Like Germany and I said, we do social media detoxes from time to time, doing some meditation Um, just so you can tap in with that inner voice, that inner knowing, which can help you navigate some of your choices better. Yeah, that's the tips. And those are the solutions. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. So next we got idea that shit coming up after our little break. Okay, y'all, so this is a part of the show where we brag on all the dope shit that we have been doing, telling you how we did that shit. Remember, we have a homegirl hotline. So if you want to brag on the dope shit that you have done, feel free to give us a call, send us a text message. If you want our advice on something, you can text it there too. That information is down in the show notes. Yeah, so this week, y'all, I want to tell y'all how I did that shit. I've been doing that shit. I told y'all January is my free trauma. February, I'm all I'm locked and loaded. <laughs> I'm locked and loaded. Welcome. Happy Thank New Year. Thank you. Thank you. Happy New Year. So I have been struggling to get into my morning routine. Uh, I had some habits that I wanted to implement. Journaling, working on my Spanish, stretching, you know, movement. Just a few things that I was like, I really want to be consistent with these things. Uh, my devotional. Mm-hmm. Tap in with him. Okay. With source. Okay. <laughs> and I found myself, I'm already not a morning person. If you've been listening to this show more than, more than a year, you already know I'm not a morning person. Okay. I was born at 11, 23 and, and at night. Oh, is that what determines? I'm just saying, I was you know, we try 4, to 45 a.m. I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I try to pull signs and connection between things, but I came in the world at nighttime. I was already ready to go. Let's get it late. I'm a night owl. So being up in the morning, y'all, I do that because I have to. Mm -hmm. I do that because I have to, not because I desire to be up before 6 a.m. So this getting up in the morning before 5.30 is extremely challenging for me. And to really maximize my morning routine, do my journaling, do my devotional, have some quiet time. I want to really have significant time to do those things and not just run through them like a checklist. Okay, I did the devotional. Okay, I did the journal. I'm done. So recently I switched to a, a night routine. Baby, it's a wind a down. A wind routine. down. Yeah, it's wind a wind down. down. I got enough winding me up in the daytime. I got to wind it down. Yeah. So... The last hour and a half has been dedicated to preparing myself for bed, sitting with myself, being alone. And my wind down routine has looked like a nice cup of well-rested tea. This is my favorite tea from Trader Joe's. It's it's just chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. It has chamomile, it has peppermint, it has like a nice little blend of everything to prepare you for a good night's rest. So I have my well-rested tea. I have my jazz in the background playing. Soft sound. You soft love a sound. soft sound. I love it. I have an incense burning. Okay. Yeah. Set the tone. I'm a person of that. I need that. I need those things. And then I'm able to journal and, you know, just have an easeful night where I can chill. I can chill. It made me feel so much better. And I was writing in my journal and getting comfortable being vulnerable with myself. And I said, the night routine feels so much better than the morning routine. And honoring myself is respecting my process. And I keep saying that. I keep saying that. And it keeps coming to me because I'm still working through it. But every chance that I get to affirm the lessons that I'm learning, I have to lean into it. It's beautiful that y'all, some of y'all, Brittany, everybody, people have morning routines. I love that for y'all that you can wake up chipper, get get cracking before you go to work. That's not my story. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to acknowledge that works for whoever it works for, but it does not work for me. Right. And I have to lean into my process. And my process is it needs to happen at night, bitch. 
Yeah. It's okay. You're getting it done. And the few nights that I've been able to do it at night, I feel whole, complete. I enjoyed it. And that's what I want to do. I want to enjoy my routines. I want to enjoy my habits because that will make me consistent. Yeah. If I'm dreading it, like, damn, I got to wake up at 450 just so I can sit down here. Hopefully I can get in the spirit. Hopefully I'm not sleepy. I'm not nodding off, snoozing my alarm all day. Right. I wasn't able to do it this morning because I woke up at 535. Now I really only got enough time to. It makes it anxiety rated. And that's just not what my morning routine. My morning routine is to ease into the day. And mm-hmm. I do it differently. It's my athletic greens. It's my lemon and ginger water. It's some nice soft sounds in the background preparing my lunch that is my morning routine that is my morning, and that takes an hour yeah i've accepted it it take an hour baby you got to get up at 5 30 to get out of here at 6 30 it takes an hour yeah it'd be 30 minutes in the kitchen and then 30 minutes to get my little stuff together yeah so i'm just encouraging y'all i'm encouraging myself to lean into your process honor yourself by honoring your process respect yourself by honoring your process whatever it looks like it's gonna look different from everybody else's and it's okay So, y'all, we've come to the very last segment of the show. This is where you pick up a pen. We're We're dropping dropping a a gem. So this is where we get a chance to share the things that we're moved by, that we love, that we're inspired by. And again, you can use that homegirl hotline to share your gems with us. If you have a gem that you feel like, please share a gem with us. The community would love this. Drop it on the hotline and we will disseminate the information. Drop it there. So we've been in our book bag. We've mm-hmm. been in our book bag. We have a book club. We have so many books that we can choose from to read, but we want to share this one with you this week. Invisible Influence. The Hidden Forces That Shape Our Behavior by Jonah Berger. Yeah, Jonah Berger. By Jonah Berger. So get this book. Um, It's good. It'll help you just be more mindful of how you're being influenced so that you can make sure you're operating in a way that you genuinely want to be operating. All right. So we hope y'all enjoyed the show this week. That's all we got for y'all. We love y'all so much. And we will see y'all back every week. (laughs) We will see y'all next week. Next week, we're going to be talking about curating our style. And I'm excited about this because, baby, I am ready to curate my style. We got the content queens coming with us to talk about all things style, fashion. So we'll see you here. Same place, same time next week. Love you. Bye. Bye.